1: Chris trigger and is still a favorite for all types of shooters whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns log on to midwayusa.com
2: yak gadget made in america based outside of nashville tennessee yak gadget offers all kinds of
3: welcome back to the talent podcast network We're brought to you by yak gadget for all your fine quality kayak fishing accessories Go to yakadget.com. Pelican cases cooler and lighter. Go to pelican.com. And the 153 Bait Company, for all your hard and soft bait needs. Go to the 153anglers.com. So join with me together as together we dive into the tips and techniques that will help make us better anglers out on the water. Welcome back to the Bass Fishing for Noobs show here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I am your host, Sean Laffrey. Um, Tonight, we have a returning guest. He's been on the new show a few times. He's also been on many of the other segments on Paddle and Finn. Um, I'd like to bring on Mr. Jackson Orr. Welcome back, sir.
4: Hey, thanks so much for having me on the show tonight. I appreciate it.
3: No problem. It's always good to have you back. Uh, uh, Definitely uh, uh, a growing ambassador for the sport. And, you know, you know, you're doing great things all across the the fishing spectrum, so uh, always a good time having you uh, on the show. Thank you, so, no problem. Um, for uh, the folks who are living under a rock somewhere and haven't heard of you, uh, just let the let them know who you are, where you're from, and um, we'll we'll you we kind of cover what you've been up to since we had you on the show last. Okay,
4: yeah, yeah. Um, well, my name is Jackson Orr. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I've been fishing ever since I could could remember. So probably five years old, I'd go fishing after school with my dad at our local ponds. And I started fishing tournaments when I was 14 years old. And uh, that's when I started doing the Indiana Kayak Anglers Tournaments and started getting my feet wet in the Hobie Best Open Series. And now I'm 18 years old and um, living the dream at Carson Newman University, um, fishing for their uh collegiate team uh been very blessed and i'm just you know going wherever god takes me and it's it's been awesome like it's seriously it's been uh incredible i'm excited
3: it sounds amazing and exhausting all the same time so
4: (laughs) yeah that that statement's true it's it's very very fun like but it does get exhausting with school like balancing fishing in school um so yes it does get exhausting but it's all worth it in the end
3: cool cool well um again um i figured we'd start we could start off by just uh, letting the folks know how you've done this year some of your highlights i know you have a couple of angle of the years that you picked up already and and then also how how the school fishing is going
4: yeah uh i mean as far as my year has gone uh it actually hasn't gone how i wanted it to at the beginning of the year uh, in all honesty i struggled a lot i had expectations for myself uh going into the uh, Hobie Bass Open series that, you know, I was going to get top five at this event, top 10 at this event. And I learned the hard way. That's not really the way to go at it. Just fish your heart out. And, um, I've been talking like coach, uh, coach Hunter sales, like he's talked me through it. Like, you just got to go give it your all in fish and have no expectations. And when I learned that finally, uh, it was early summer. I started to finally find that consistency again. And, uh, start winning events and angler of the year and it's just i mean it's i'm just like i said i'm super excited to see uh what holds in the rest of the year like the hobie Toc, the national championship Uh, so you got a lot on the agenda
3: and then add on all your school uh tournaments and stuff i'm sure that uh, yeah but having the right mind frame i mean that i uh we have a new show uh uh my buddy Chris uh, on Paddle and fin is running called uh, Mindset, and it's all about the, the mental aspects of the game. And I think that would be, uh, you know, a perfect thing for him to chat with you about sometime because that is such a huge part of the game. And when, when you can take, you know, go into it with the right mindset, it, it makes a complete difference in, in how a lot of times how you do and what, what the results that you find are
4: yeah for sure yeah, it's taken me a long time to realize that like i mean it's mind over <laughs> You matter. said a like, long
3: time but you're only 18 yeah, and you've I already mean, learned I those mean, hard lessons
4: <laughs> it's taken me till this year and i started kayaking like uh in tournaments when i was 14 it's like it's crazy how much your mind like carries you like it really is
3: and yet uh, and but to to have having learned that lesson now at the point you are in your career, you have a long time to uh kind of use that to your advantage, where there's a lot of other folks out there who are still working on that part of their game. Um, not that anybody has it perfected by any means, I don't think, but uh to to have that that learning experience behind you uh moving forward I think can only make you a better angler and you know help kind of propel you even further so. Yes, sir. Uh, As far as the rest of this year, what are you looking at? Uh, what, what kind of highlights uh, you got coming up?
4: Yeah, uh, the thing I'm most excited for is the Hobie uh, Tournament of Champions. Uh, really looking forward to that and uh, practicing for that. And then uh, I've got an event on Chickamauga uh, for uh, college uh, that I'll fish for Carson Newman that I'm looking forward to. And I'm sure there's other events, uh, hopefully, that my coach will send me to and compete for the college so i mean i'm looking forward to it. and maybe the uh kayak bass fishing national championship i haven't decided if i'm going to that or not because that's that's quite a drive
3: okay so that i'm sure that um you know you got to really kind of pick and choose where you're going and you know what fits in with your schedule um as far uh, how is how is the college has the college um uh scene been like what you expected or you know like the fishing is it Has that gone kind of how you thought it would or has there been any surprises there?
4: Uh, no, not really. I mean, ever since I uh, committed to Carson Newman University, I talked to the coach and uh, everything he's told me. I mean, it's gone like perfectly, as he said, and I love it so far. I mean, we have a tournament every Wednesday or every other Wednesday. We compete against our own team uh, and we fish with different people every time. And then uh it used to be every other Saturday on average, we'd have a ACA tournament where we compete against, you know, like seven to eight other schools and there'd be 50 to 60 people that signed up. So that that's been fun. It's, uh, it's been a blast. I'm excited for like the big stuff to start and that's starting really soon.
3: Interesting. Interesting. And how much travel is involved with that? Like how far are you going for those kind of events?
4: Uh, there's a lot of traveling like this morning. Um, Uh, coach sent six boats to go to darnell and the tournament i believe starts friday so they got a few days of practice
3: interesting interesting and then i can't even imagine trying to to work on schoolwork on top of that kind of stuff how do you find time to fit that in
4: yeah it's tough uh, for sure gratefully uh fishing's considered a sport here at carson newman so our teachers um really work with us, and our, uh, we're very fortunate uh, for them to, I guess, like our team, and so uh, they understand, and we'll either get our work done before, or they'll let us do it after the tournament.
3: Okay, no, that's cool, so um, the, having the flexibility there, I'm sure, is, is probably the only way it would be feasible to do it, so. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure cool man well uh, i'm glad that's going well for you and you're you know finding your way through that because uh, I'm sure that can be tough but um, so the main reason i wanted to have you on tonight was because you recently announced your latest charity tournament so i wanted to yes, kind of help you get the word out there for that and uh, reach as many people as you can so uh, i figured we could start off talking about um, back when you did your first charity tournament kind of what put that idea in your mind um, you know where did that come from and uh you know kind of how it has grown from there
4: yeah yeah so i think my first charity tournament that was th- four years ago so that would have been 2017. uh i i just you know i was just sitting on the couch one day um i i told i told someone else or a few people this but i was just sitting on the couch one day and was just um i, I knew ron champion did his charity tournament and What a turnout that had and all the money he raised for um, the people who gave uh, those in need. And I was just kind of going through my pictures and social media and I was like, like, it's just the idea popped to me. I was like, what if I have my own charity tournament? How can I make an impact on others' lives? And so I reached out to a few sponsors and was grateful to get some prizes and, uh, talked to Mr. Dwayne Wally attorney X and set everything up and everything's history from then we had I think we had 47 anglers signed up the first year and then like 137 two years ago and like 260 something last year and this year hopefully we can get over 300 that would be awesome and raise um like over 5000 6000 dollars for charities
3: that's awesome and and what kind of charities are you targeting with this
4: yeah, so how how it's kind of done is this year, the top six, uh, each of the anglers in the top six, the money percentages that they would uh, receive for, you know, being the top finishers, um, they get to choose where that money goes to, whether if it's a family in need, a charity that's important to them, or even, you know, just someone struggling who needs help, Um I mean that's their decision. Uh, it's not my decision. It's it's whoever finishes in the top six.
3: That's kind of a cool way to do it. You get the added incentive of knowing that uh, if you do do well, then you know you're you're gonna directly re- uh, impact where that's going, yeah. So
4: it it gives people something to fish for, like and you know like really try to if you know if one of their friends are struggling, like really try and fish hard for them, and you know it, I mean hard work pays off at the end.
3: Absolutely, and you know if you have you know a good uh, a good uh...
1: knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top of the line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on
3: Fishing Booker. You know, goal or reason for competing, then that's only going to drive you harder and, and, you know, push you more to succeed. So I think that's a cool way. Is that how you've done the the past ones? I don't, I didn't think that was how you. uh, Yeah,
4: that's how I, I didn't do it the first year. And then. I believe the second and third year I did it that way just because, um, you know, like, I, you know, the first year was just kind of a guinea pig year and then kind of, I've been kind of like adding new stuff on each year, just trying to improve it. And people have been reaching out to me and helping me that way. So um, I'm sure there's going to be more improvements next year from this, from uh, how this tournament
3: goes this year. Awesome. Awesome. And um, what all is involved? Like what, what do you, uh, you, you're obviously lining up sponsors and stuff like that, but what, what else, uh, goes on behind the scenes? Like, what kind of work are you putting in to, to kind of make this a success?
4: Uh, I mean, it's, it's not just me. I mean, everyone thinks it's me cause like my name's <laughs> on everything, but it's, it's really, um, the kayak fishing community. And, uh, I mean, I'll post the event and I, granted I already have, um, sponsors for it, but people just pour in reaching out to me like for like Paddle and Finn reached out to me wanted to um donate some stuff which i'm very grateful and like it's like the sponsor stuff like that's that stuff's easy because everyone is so um genuine about donating um and lo- and really want to support this cause it's just awesome
3: I think, you know, this, the, the kayaking community in general just seems to do really well when you give them a goal or uh, something like that. It, uh, they do. I, and I don't know, maybe I haven't been involved in, in kind of like the big boat game or anything like that to know how it compares, but it just, my experiences in, in, with the kayaking crowd, it seems like even from the grassroots organizations on up, like, uh, the, I'm in the kayak anglers of central PA and, uh, we just had a, uh, Uh, kick cancer's ass tournament and uh raised a ton of money for uh some a family in need and you know it just seems like when you when you ask people to to donate or do that kind of thing uh, especially in the kayaking community they seem to kind of come out of the woodwork like you said and and just Mm -hmm. pour whatever they got into it to make uh to make these events a success so no
4: yeah you're very right the kayak fishing community i mean it's it's just like a huge family like one person's there for another and you know everyone's there for everyone else like it's 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 awesome
3: yeah i mean just just the tournaments this year that that i can think of off the top of my head like the save jt tournament and Mm -hmm. and those kind of events it's kind of amazing uh, to see what people will will do um, when you have you know professional anglers donating their entire win to to uh, to causes like that it's it really you know restores your faith in humanity a little bit and shows you that you know there really are a lot of good people out there you know you turn on the news and you might not hear always the best things but um, sometimes the, the the nicest biggest stories don't get all the coverage that the doom and gloom does but. It's refreshing. Right. Refreshing when you hear about it to, you know, kind of keep you going and, and just you know let you know that good is winning even though it doesn't always seem like it.
4: <laughs> for
3: sure. For sure. All right, man. So, um, why don't you give a little bit of the details about this year's tournament? Um, like, uh, I, I think uh, the dates and stuff, uh, where you can go to get signed up, um, that kind of thing, and uh, any other information you think would be good for our listeners to have
4: yeah so this year's tournament um is actually going to start on october 22nd at 6 a.m eastern time and it's going to that's a friday and it's going to go through october 24th and it's going to end at 9 p.m eastern time um, which is a sunday and um it's nationwide anyone can sign up it's uh 25 this year usually it's 20 dollars but You know, I thought five more dollars, um, I mean, five more dollars is going to go a long ways with, if we get, you know, 250, 300 people signed up and it's all, it's all bass. And as of right now, it's kayaks only. Uh, I have been, have been thinking about changing that rule to bass boats as well. Um, just to get more people signed up. I've had a lot of people reach out to me about that. Um, but as of right now it's kayaks only. I'll post an announcement if, uh, that rule gets changed, changed, but um, there's there's a ton of prizes involved. There's over three thousand dollars, maybe even four thousand dollars in prizes that's going to be given away to the top six anglers. So there's a lot to fish for, um, for sure.
3: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of intriguing uh, opening it up to bass boats because with the college team and everything, you're kind of blurring the lines there between the bass boat world and the the kayak world. So um, I'm sure you you have, you know, a lot of people on both sides of that, that, you know, you know, if you appeal to both of those, you're going to, you know, probably grow it even more, you know, exponentially pretty much. Uh, So I can see where that would be definitely an idea that would be uh, kind of bouncing around in your head for sure.
4: Yeah, for sure. No, it, it really is. A lot of people, like, when I talk to my team about it, like, everyone wanted to help. Like, that's so awesome about the Carson Newman fishing team. Like, everyone's there to help. Everyone's, um, you know, they'll do anything. And obviously, they want to fish the event, too, than just, you know, pay $25. But, you know, they just pay $25, too, to pay and help someone out.
3: Right, right. How big is your team? Like, I was curious about that. Like, what what does a college fishing team look like?
4: Yeah, so they vary. Uh, this year we actually have um, – this is the biggest squad Carson Newman's ever had because this is the first year they've had all four um, grades. They never had seniors until this year. Um, so I think there's right around 25 to 27 people on our team.
3: Okay. Is that and, large for a college team or is that – I mean, it it's sounds like,
4: – it's big. It's not too big though. There's a lot of car- college teams out there that have a lot more people on their team, so it's it's nice. Like we like everyone's super close on the team. There's no like certain groups that you know hang out more than the other. Like everyone's just super cool.
3: That's awesome, and I'm sure it's it's just one more uh, you know subset of people that you get to bounce ideas off of, and mm-hmm. you know really you know improve help each other improve their game and everything. So yeah.
4: Yeah, it's That's, it's crazy. It's crazy how much I've learned since I've got here. Like it's like I've noticed it. Like when I went to Pickwick for the Hobie DOS event, like I had a completely different mindset. Like I was, yeah, like, i like not even like from a fishing standpoint, they've made me better. But from like a just like a, a mindset standpoint, like is like I feel like I feel like I'm I got better in just that short period of time.
3: Interesting, yeah. interesting. And you, I mean, you do a lot of you know just research and study on your own to just add on top of that, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of scary when you think about, you know, you, you think you're already, you know, at one level and you think you're pretty high up there, but then when you start adding skills on top of that and you just keep climbing that ladder, you know, and you're already hard, getting uh, harder and harder to beat. So I can't imagine, you know, as you, as you, uh, improve, uh, how much more, uh, you know, dominant you can be, you know, that's, got to be a, a positive feeling so no no
4: I, I appreciate it no it's it's awesome to have people because usually i'm fishing by myself and you know like not really you know seeing what other people are doing or really paying attention to what other boaters are doing because i'm usually just focusing on what i'm doing so now it's you know it's different like going out with people on the weekdays and just going to douglas or cherokee which are each like a few miles away and you know learning new things like offshore super shallow like Everyone on the team has their specialty.
3: Okay. How has it been? Um, I, I'm not, like, how far away you are you from home? Like, you know, what, what's the distance like?
4: Yeah, it's pretty far. Uh, it's about seven and a half to eight hours. So it's like, it's not like I can just, you know, leave tonight and be there, you know, and just leave for one day. Um, I actually went home last weekend. So it's, it's quite the haul. I went home for two days to fish in the crossroads event. It was a haul. <laughs>
3: and I mean, I, I know you're used to traveling somewhat, but, you know, just being away from family, you know, maybe for, you know, as you start your whole college career, then it's got to be a little bit of an adjustment.
4: Yeah, is- it's it's tough for sure, because I'm used to seeing my grandma every day, my dad every day. Um, it, it's a tough change. Um, but my friends here and like the team here, it's made it not necessarily easy, but it's made it. A lot less harder to, um, you know, like be away from home. They've, they've been, um, they've showed great hospitality here.
3: Well, yeah, I know your dad obviously had a a big influence on you, you know, and, and to, I'm sure he pretty much still keeps in pretty regular contact with you, keeps in touch with you and, yes, sir. Keeps supporting you, I'm sure. So, cause um, it's just neat to have that support structure, but then add on top of it all your, Mm -hmm. uh, your teammates at school and stuff like that. So, sounds very cool. It is no, it's it's great. Well, while I have you on, I figured um, you know since this is the new show, I was going to pick your brain just a little bit if you don't mind. Um, I was okay. going to ask you, um, what do you do? Uh, how do you attack the fall? And what, what's your fall strategy like? Or do you have much of a different strategy in the fall? Uh, I mean, when I like when I when
4: I'm fishing in the fall, I'm really First off, trying to key in on bait fish and where the fish are moving. Uh, like today, I just went. I, I just got um, off the water. I was fishing Upper Cherokee, and you know I was throwing a jackhammer because it was it was windy. I was around bait fish. Uh, there was a little grass there, and throwing a jackhammer, and they were they were there. I lost I lost like an eight or nine pound or two. It was, oh man! Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. but um they were there so I, to answer your question yeah I key on bait fish uh you know i like fishing rocks too like riprap i'll throw a like, um crankbaits a lot like any any bait that kind of represents a bait fish i guess um is kind of what i like to do
3: and are you trying to find them on electronics first or are you just looking for a sign of them or how are you locating the bait fish
4: yeah i mean i don't have a pan optics right now but uh I have been looking for them like when I'm in a boat that has panoptics. But other than that, I mean, there you can almost kind of guess where the bait fish are like, guess and check, like in back back of pockets, or they'll be on they'll be going into a creek, um, or even under docks, or even you can see fish blowing up on them, have a spook ready to go. Um, that's how I caught a lot of my fish at Pickwick. I'd just you know be pedaling around and. I'd have my spook not in the water, but just you know, dangling off my rod a little bit, ready to go, and then I'd reel in my other rod real quick and throw that spook out when I saw something, and that you know, that's how I'd catch
3: them. Interesting, interesting. And uh, so, what are you carrying on the other rod then? What is your like? Is that more of like a search bait kind of thing?
4: Um, Yeah, I mean, I just kind of do my thing uh, with like the other rods. Like, I'll throw if it's windy. I love to throw a jackhammer in the fall or even a spinner bait. Um, I always got a tiny Kytec tied on like a, um, I'll even, I'll throw like a 3.3 on, um, like an, an underspin type deal. Uh, and, you know, obviously I'll throw worms sometimes. I mean, it's just kind of like your summer approach, but just the fish are more active and, uh, I feel like they react more to certain
3: things. But now you mentioned the wind and I, you know, just in my experience, it it definitely seems like wind is something that you deal with a lot more in the fall and um you know sometimes you know when i i struggle with when i'm you know fighting for position and stuff but uh like you were saying it it really does sometimes you know make for pretty good fishing conditions uh when you know yeah. it adds that chop on the water breaks up you know the surface a little bit and you know just uh also it tends to push bait fish then so it helps you yeah i guess sometimes yeah. key in on where they might be yeah I th- i think the Personally, I think the
4: wind, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think the wind gives the fish more oxygen and the fish get more active. And so that's like, like, I feel like you'll catch more fish on a jackhammer when it's windy out rather than when it's just slack calm. Because those fish, I mean, obviously the wind's pushing them around, but then they have more oxygen and they're, you know, they're all um, ready to eat. And when they see that jackhammer or spinnerbait, even a kite they'll just, you know, come up and grab it
3: right all right awesome awesome um i was trying to think of what else i was going to ask you about um are there any uh upgrades you're looking to make i know are is Panoptix something you're you're interested in moving to eventually or
4: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get panoptics i, I want to get it before the toc but that probably won't happen uh but i'm definitely gonna get Panoptix. uh I'll get the – I, I want to try to get the new Lawrence with the C-Maps, and then uh, I really want to get a bass boat. So that's that's <laughs> up next. I just got to – I want – my goal is to get a bass boat in the next six to seven months. So I just got to figure out what um, one I want and if I can afford it and, you know, all that stuff.
3: And, and as far as your kayak now, right now you're, you're running a Hobie uh, PA – 360,
4: four, correct? Yeah, yep. Yeah, the PA14 uh, 360 technology. Yep, yeah, and I'll stay in that. You know, kayak fishing is going nowhere. I'm gonna keep doing that. You know, and hopefully, hopefully the collegiate scene works out with kayak fishing. Um, I was gonna so. ask
3: you about that. Like, what what's the plan for that? Is that something that they could move toward? I mean, right now it's mostly boats, right?
4: Yeah, it's mostly boats right now. I know uh, Chad Hoover um, was going to, or he he did create uh him and gary mason created a college trail uh but i think they postponed that trail until next year and i think a few other things are getting in the works uh not really sure but hopefully you know everything works out
3: yeah i I feel like that would you know just be such a great increase because you know bass boats do take a little bit of an investment to get into and Mm -hmm. whereas i feel like kayaks are a little bit more accessible so maybe the smaller schools that wouldn't be able to afford uh, maybe a fleet of bass boats might, could definitely swing a a fleet of kayaks and, you know, field a team and that, you know, I feel like that would be a cool, uh, you know, change of uh, pace for some of those, uh, or and allow some of the smaller schools to get involved too. So
4: For sure. And a lot of the, I mean, not a lot, but I know some of the bass boat guys are, I mean, they'll, they'll fish kayak and it's like, we got a few guys on our team that, would definitely fish kayak events like ewing's on my team too so i mean he'll fish kayak events so we'll have a lot
3: of people i think that are going to do it that, that'll be cool cool man um well that's that's mostly of what i wanted to cover tonight uh is there anything else that you wanted to cover Anything? any announcements you want to make or uh any uh i mean we talk, you talked a little bit about the the plans you have for this year but is there anything else you wanted to highlight uh, I don't, I don't think so. I just want to say thanks
4: to you paddle with Ben for having me on. Uh, I appreciate it. It was really nice talking to you and, you know, everyone who supports me and this charity event. I mean, we're all doing this together and, uh, super excited to see what happens and raise money for,
3: um, people in need. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely for sure. It's been, a, you know, I love, you know, helping you out and, you know, whatever way I can, I, you know, uh, if I can get your, your, uh, the word out to a few more people. I'm glad to be able to do that for you. So yeah, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. No problem. Um, do you want to give shout outs to, uh, I mean, your school sponsors, anything like that?
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously, I want to give a shout out to uh, Carson Newman university and the fishing team, uh, making me a better angler and just all the opportunities they've uh, given me so far. And my sponsors, uh, St. Croix Rods, Toby Fishing, Eagle Claw, Trocar, uh, Yep and Real Blazer, uh, Tourney Tag and Tourney X. Uh, Want to give a huge shout out to Mr. Wally for uh, for supporting the charity event, waiving the five dollar fees every year, uh, and he promotes it a lot. Very grateful for him and his wife, uh, Gill Fishing, Fishing Online. They do a ton for me. Uh Coast Fishing, Dakota Lithium, Real Tree, and then Kayak Fishing. Uh, very uh, grateful for all of them.
3: That that is a who's who list of sponsors, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm still I'm I I have my first victory rod on my way, so I'm excited to try oh, awesome. those out. So awesome. uh, yeah, you'll like it. I just uh, upgraded a, a broken rod, and that when I first called about it, they're like, no, you can't upgrade to a victory yet. But uh, I called back just last week, and they said, oh, yep, you can do that now. So oh, that's uh, awesome. Shit. No, you're gonna really like it i should have it here shortly so um how about where can the folks follow you on social media or anything like that
4: yeah uh my facebook and instagram uh i think my facebook you can just look up jackson and find me uh but my instagram is just jackson Orr fishing and i'll post i'll post more about my charity tournament on my facebook just because it's more um it's easier for me to post the links and uh stuff there so if you're looking for details just go to
3: facebook awesome awesome well thank you again sir um uh, hang out a little bit after we finish this up because i want to get some information from you uh for when okay. i make the show post but um okay again thanks again for coming on dude it's it's always a pleasure to have you on um I, I i feel like the you know hopefully we can you can reach your goal of 300 plus anglers for the tournament and you know raise a a ton of money um for charities and and really help you know a bunch of people out i think that's a great cause. so um wish you the best of luck of that and as well uh, uh with the rest of your fishing year i hope uh you know look forward to seeing you maybe on the uh the reel down as uh you know a winner of some of the events coming up so oh, that'd be awesome <laughs> all right dude well uh thanks again um guys uh thanks for listening uh be sure to check out uh Jackson's, um, uh, his uh, tournament coming up uh, sign up if you can and support a great cause and uh, as always uh, thank you for listening to paddle and finn um, this has been the best fishing for News segment where we bring you the techniques the tricks and the tips to help you rip more lips good night guys
2: thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and finn